0: Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show. Toll free, our number this Friday is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. As we have been highlighting pretty much all week, not a good week for the FBI, not a good week for the Department of Justice. Uh, tonight, by the way, in, we have a live studio audience show on Hannity. And if you want free tickets, by the way, you can always go to Hannity.com. We'd love to have you. Uh, but especially if you are in New York, New Jersey, Long Island, uh, or you're coming to New York, um, which I don't really know why you'd come. But if you want to come and uh, see the show and at least have one good experience, uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, it's free, Hannity.com. Um, but it wasn't a good week for the FBI. Or the DOJ. Jim Jordan happens to be in New York tonight. He will be with our studio audience tonight, so I'm looking forward to I haven't seen him in a long time. Number one, number two, he's doing such a good job as the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. And, you know, Christopher Ray goes on, and I thought Brett Baird did a very fair, but also a very tough interview. And and Christopher Ray, he ducked, he dodged, he deflected, he obfuscated. And did everything but answer the, the questions that were asked, you know, and, and his proclamations are meaningless. When he says, Oh, the, 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 the FBI has not been politicized. He's lying. We've given example, chapter, verse, the 2020 election, uh, talking to big tech companies. Oh, you might get disinformation about Joe or Hunter Biden every, you know, having weekly meetings with big tech companies. Oh, they knew Rudy had the, the Hunter Biden laptop. They had it since December of 2019. So rather than authenticate it, do their job, probably the low hanging fruit. They could have arrested him on any one of, you know, simple issues from crack use, uh, to hookers, uh, to let's see. Oh, lying on a gun application. None, none of which happened. Here we are three plus years later. Uh, they didn't do any of that. And they, they basically primed all these big tech companies. So that when the story would break, when Rudy would release the laptop, they knew he had it. They were primed not to believe it, but it was all true. It is the laptop from hell. You know, so, oh, but there's no politics in the FBI, according to Christopher Ray. You know, when he's asked about the dual system of justice, uh, why, why was Mar-a-Lago raided? But why not Hillary's home in Chappaqua? No prosecutor would ever prosecute. Why do we have a special counsel then looking into documents as it relates to Donald Trump? Why is that? Why was Joe Biden's, uh, you know, ever so safe and locked garage, which we have picture after picture of it being open with that crappy Stingray Corvette of his. Uh it's, By the way, it is nothing compared to the new Z06. That is the Corvette of all time. I can't even get one. I'm trying my hardest I can't get the one I want. I want the Z06, but I want it with the Z07 package, which you can get. You can't get the Z07 package. Long story. Anyway, but Christopher Ray's out there. I have not found that the FBI is trying to shut down the Hunter investigation. What the hell have you been doing for three and a half years? And Merrick Garland, I don't know who is worse. Merrick Garland out there saying the fentanyl crisis is unleashed on purpose by Mexican drug cartels. You're allowing it to happen. You're the attorney general of the United States. We have laws that prevent people from illegally entering our country and we're setting record after record while you're the attorney general. Close the border. Do your job. You know, and then the thing that really pissed me off, uh, he said diplomatic concerns that, uh, the administration has labeling Mexican cartels as terrorist organizations. Are you kidding me? All those drugs are killing our kids. All that human trafficking, even of young girls. I mean, it's awful. Uh, we have more than enough ability to attack the fentanyl problem. Not, apparently not, because there's enough fentanyl crossing that border to kill every American 15 times over. Uh, and then he went on to say, well, the DOJ's prosecuted more pro-life protesters because their actions happen during the day. What, the FBI goes to sleep at night? Nobody works for it, at the Department of Justice or the FBI at night? I have pledged not to interfere with the Hunter Biden investigation. Oh, so I will be part of the cover-up and do nothing three and a half years later. You know, you just can't make this up. Now, we're going to get a series of... Very brave, courageous FBI agents, we have dozens of them now, that are coming forward to say that the FBI has been politicized and the DOJ is being weaponized. Uh Two such agents join us now. One is Agent Tom Baker. He is an expert on James Comey and how the FBI has turned into a threat to our very democracy, Nicole Parker is back with us. She's the former FBI special agent. She did a lot of her work down in Miami in very high-profile cases and gave up a very lucrative career on Wall Street after 9-11 to join the FBI to serve her country. It's an incredible story. Uh, Welcome, both of you, back to the uh, program. Tom Baker, you actually released a book. It's called The Fall of the FBI. We're going to link it to Hannity.com. It's on Amazon.com. And you explain how the Mueller-Comey cabal turned the FBI from a swear-to-tell-the-truth law enforcement agency to being politicized.
2: Exactly. Thank you, Sean. That's exactly it.
0: How did it happen? I could, you know, when James Comey gave his July 2016 press conference, no prosecutor would prosecute when he ignored 33,000 deleted emails, uh, d- deleted with bleach bit hammers used to destroy Blackberries and iPhones. If I did that, would I be arrested for obstruction?
2: He he, uh, Comey exacerbated uh, with, through his poor leadership the cultural change that Bob Mueller set in motion. And uh, the change in FBI culture actually begins under Bob Mueller, but as I explained in the book, it manifests itself under Comey and his, his uh, disastrous directorship of the FBI.
0: Let me bring in Nicole. Nicole, you gave up a very lucrative... Uh, position that you had you were working on wall street you were you were down at the site of nine eleven, 11 down when the towers were hit you were there and that changed your the entire trajectory of your life and you went into the fbi and gave up that lucrative career you worked on high profile cases and you left before your retirement because of these very things we're talking about
3: That's correct. You know, I I gave up a lot, but you know what, I considered it my honor and privilege to be a special agent in the FBI. I was honored to work there. I love America and I wanted to serve the people of this great nation and I did and I served with honor and I served with those alongside with me and we, we worked hard. But, you know, Sean, it got to the point where the incidents that you're describing, they they just got loud and they were drowning out the work that we were doing down in the field offices. And this is a very sad thing to say, but there are many people that are no longer proud to say that they're FBI special agents. And I speak to my colleagues, my former colleagues all the time. And it used to be, oh, my gosh, I'm so proud to tell people I'm in the FBI. But with the series of events that have transpired, there are many that no longer feel this way. And, you know, they're keeping their heads low, working hard, and they're looking to count down the number of days until they collect their well-deserved pensions. And that's just not how it used to be. I believe in standing up for what is right. I believe in having integrity. It is the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Fidelity, bravery, and integrity. And I just could no longer continue working there because I was not in agreement with a lot of the decisions and a lot of the political things that were happening. It just was not, in my opinion, in alignment with what I signed up for, honesty and integrity, are preeminent importance, and it was difficult for me to continue to justify to individuals they'd ask, what in the world is going on at the FBI? And I would constantly respond, you know, I I can't really explain what's going on. I don't don't know what's going on up in Washington. All I can tell you is that we're working really, really hard here. We're working violent crime. We're working these mass shootings. But it just continued to happen over and over. And I no longer endorse that type of behavior at the FBI. And it became difficult to separate yourself from the egregious behavior because, you know, it's almost as if there became two FBI's, right? You've got the people that are really just down there trying to get the work done and then the others that are almost using their their positions to push their political agendas. And I just was not, I was not in agreement with it. And I just felt that it was time to walk away. What
0: percentage would you, if you had to put a number on it of your fellow agents in your bureau down in Miami, agree with you?
3: You know, it's hard to tell sometimes because you you really do just try to focus on the work and keep your, your thoughts to yourself. But it's to the point where people are voicing their concerns on a daily basis when I was there i would say hmm, i'd say a large percentage agree with my position and mm-hmm. i appreciate that chris ray came out i appreciate that he had the interview with brett Bear. that was an excellent interview by brett Bear. i really appreciated that a lot it,
0: oh it was great by him i thought the answers were atrocious
3: yeah well and i i just wanted to touch on a couple things but you know specifically the first thing that chris ray mentioned is that the you know thousands and thousands of americans are signing up to come work for the fbi and the number gone up since i've joined. And, you know, that's just not exactly what people are seeing on the ground level. It's very interesting that he said the numbers are going up because we are constantly we were constantly being told that we were short staffed. You know, we've all got to kind of pitch in because there aren't enough people to fill the the openings on each of the squads. So I thought that was interesting. The shift in recruiting practices has dropped drastically they have lowered the eligibility requirements that are required by a special agent and you know when you're running a force like that you want it to be high quality it's not quantity it's quality
0: weren't there 50,000 agents that applied the year you applied and they only hired less than a thousand
3: that is correct the year that i applied those were the numbers i don't know that what he said i I, i'm just saying you know on the ground level the things that we're seeing Um, Shifts in recruiting practices, I mean, I could give you specific examples of how they've lowered, you know, you used to have to have three years of work experience. Now it's two. You used to have to get a certain score on the physical fitness test before you could go to Quantico. You used to have to get a 12. Now you only have to get a nine. Um, The drug drug requirement. There are agents that I talk to, they're like, I remember when I applied, you couldn't have ever used a drug. Now it's like, okay, you haven't used marijuana in the last year a hard drug in the last and it's just you know all of these oh my
0: gosh so they really have lowered the standards quick break we'll come back with former fbi agents uh, nicole parker tom baker who wrote the book the fall of the fbi how a once great agency became a threat to democracy then we'll get to your calls 800-941 sean if you want to be a part of the program One thing we've
2: always known about Hannity, he stands up for what he believes in and what you believe in. Follow Hannity as he fights the left who are trying to extinguish conservative voices. John Hannity.
0: Tax season and those famous words from the real American president, a great American president by the name of Ronald Reagan. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Now, government is not helping you. Now, their spending addiction is driving up inflation. And then, of course, raising your taxes left, right, and sideways. Look, in these tough economic times, you got to save money wherever you can. And in the case of Pure Talk, you can save a lot of money and not sacrifice service one bit. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, it's a veteran-run company, they're on a mission to save Americans money. You get the exact same 5G network, the same cell towers as AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and the average family saving close to a thousand dollars a year no contract to sign a hundred percent money back guarantee you got blazing fast data unlimited talk and text 30 bucks a month dial pound 250 say the keyword save now do it now you save an additional 50 percent off your first month pound 250 keywords save now from pure talk simply smarter wireless all right we continue with former fbi agents tom baker and nicole parker Tom Baker, what percentage of the FBI agents that you know and you talk to agree with you and Nicole? uh,
2: The overwhelming percentage of agents, I talked to recently retired agents and some who are still on board, and the overwhelming, I'd say 20 to 1, agree with me and encourage me. Uh, But the problem is, in the FBI, there has been a change of culture. It's it's manifest in the, the, the last two or three directors. But it's also manifest in the shift within the FBI, intelligence analysts who don't interact with the public, who aren't, who don't work within the guidelines of the Constitution the way a special agent has to. They're driving the agenda now, and and that really came to and a lot of agents are complaining to me about that, and that really came to light in this recent disclosure about an intelligence analyst's write up suggesting that catholics in this instance who who prefer the latin mass that they be targeted as possible domestic terrorists that's outrageous it's another offense against the first amendment and that's something usually special agents would stay away from cause they were trained in the importance of the bill of rights the, the first ten amendments
0: I, it really really is unbelievable is there any chance I, I don't see the change coming i uh, christopher rays had his opportunity to call uh, now, the, we do know that the investigation by the House Judiciary Committee into the FBI and the DOJ is happening. Do you think it almost sounds like we need to go back to the old days and and maybe start restart this from the beginning and turn it back into the premier law enforcement agency in the country, uh, which is something we had to do once before?
3: Yeah, Sean, I completely agree. Um, I've I've met Christopher Ray. I met him actually his first day on the job ever. He happened to be in the Miami division for um, a memorial service for an agent that had passed away, and I respected that. And he was very – look, I'm not going to knock him as a person. He was kind. He was professional, respectful. I had nothing positive but – you know, nothing but positive things to say about that. But as far as the leadership, it's kind of like a football team – where you you don't have a winning record and and you know what what do you do you you start over right you get a new coach you get new players and there are so many amazing people doing good work at the fbi but in order to restore the faith of the american people we are going to the fbi is probably going to need to make some some drastic you know changes and i agree with tom baker on what he said as well you know this is a law enforcement agency and And I think that's what Americans want and deserve. They just want an unbiased, impartial law enforcement agency that is there to protect them.
0: It's going to be interesting to watch as all of you come out and speak out and are whistleblowers uh, whether or not there'll be retribution. Because I am hearing that Merrick Garland is telling people you're not allowed to talk to Congress. I can't even believe that. We have whistleblower laws that protect people uh, that tell the truth about things that are going wrong in government uh, Nicole, always great to have you. Thank you. Uh, former FBI agent Tom Baker. His new book is out. The fall of the FBI, how a once great agency became a threat to democracy. It's on Hannity.com, Amazon.com, bookstores, uh, everywhere. Uh, we appreciate both of you, uh, being with us. We really do. It's sad. Sean,
2: thank you for all you're doing.
0: No, well, yeah. When they arrest me, remind me of that. Okay. Uh, I don't want to talk badly about the FBI. I grew. I said this yesterday. My grandfather and his brother come from Ireland, and my grandfather's brother had two chill, two kids. They became FBI agents. We looked it up to them. They were deity in my family. They were the top of the top. They they achieved the American dream. I don't want to talk badly about the FBI. I want to restore it to its proper position as the premier law enforcement agency in the country. And you're listening to the best of the many forget that Dr. Carson, he did such a great job in the Trump administration, but uh, he ran for president. At one point, I remember having a conversation with him. He'll join us in a minute. And I said, Dr. Carson, I think you're too nice too kind to be in the political arena and I was not be I was not being sarcastic it's like he's too nice this is this is this is for very you have to be mean and tough and it's not in a part of his soul he's such a good guy and and spent his entire life saving lives uh, this is a moment from back when he ran
4: in the two hours of this debate five people have died from drug-related deaths a hundred million dollars has been added to our national debt. 200 babies have been killed by abortionists. And two veterans have taken their lives out of despair. This is a narrative that we can change, not we the Democrats, not we the Republicans, but we the people of America, because there is something special about this nation, and we must embrace it and be proud of it and never give it away for the sake of political correctness.
0: Wow. Powerful moment by our friend Dr. Carson. Uh, by the way, he's with the American Cornerstone Institute and, uh, they have incredible projects over there. We'll talk about it in a minute. You know, that was a beautiful moment for you. And, you know, I, th- I don't know if you remember me saying that to you. I was not being critical. I was like, you, this is like the nicest person that ever ran for president. And I'm like, I, I it's just being nice in politics doesn't always pay off.
4: Sean, I remember that very well. And, uh, Many people have said that to me. You're much too nice to be involved in this.
0: I know. It's a terrible thing to say, but it's a compliment. You're like the nicest guy in the world. You devoted your whole life to saving people's lives. And I and I love following you on the campaign trail. I had many interviews with you, and, uh, and you ended up serving this country, and you did such a good job. We're really proud of you.
4: Well, thank you. I mean, we still have so much work to do to, to salvage our country, and I don't think most people realize how much trouble we're actually in right now. You know, our, our founders worked extremely hard to give us a country that would remain free. And when uh, Benjamin Franklin came out of the last constitutional convention in 1787 and was asked, what do we have here, sir? Monarchy or republic? He said, a republic, if you can keep it. Yeah. Close to losing it right now as we have ever been at any point in time. And uh, such things as our fundamental freedom of speech are being challenged severely. And people have to recognize it, but you have to do more than recognize it. And that's, that's what we do at American Cornerstone. We're a think tank, but we're also a do tank. That means we do stuff. So, you know, in addition to the Little Patriots program to teach the kids the true history of who we are and what our fundamental principles are, uh, free of charge, by the way, we're starting this month the Executive Branch for America, which is a program that will teach uh, you know college students, uh, executives, uh, all kinds of people who want to know what goes on in the government, how do the different parts of the government function, how do they interact together, what exactly happens in the executive branches and the different... Uh, agencies of government? How is the budget formulated? All of those kinds of things. And why is that important? Because we need to encourage, particularly college students, young congressional staffers, to get in the game. And uh, as career employees, right now the vast majority, 90% of the career employees are people who live in the D.C. area. And no. DC political thinking, they're the ones who actually make things run. They can slow things down, they can accelerate things, and there's not representation of the rest of the country. And we really need to get people in there. So we're trying to equip them with what they need. We also need to start talking about, you know, getting some of the federal agencies out of Washington, D.C.
0: Oh, I mean, uh, we need uh more state run programs than anything involving the federal government they screw up everything especially they've screwed up education you know it's funny you're talking about this because you know my as my kids have gotten older i never really pushed my political views on them i never brought my job home with me um yeah they read about their dad but they've seen the good they've seen people nice to me they've seen people mean to me you know it's it's kind of they just grew up with it and you know my daughter was born 13 days before 9 11 and you know i i remember specifically at some point it was in high school when she was in high school and i realized she didn't know much about that day she knew some but she wasn't being taught much you know, our kids are not, you know, you learn the history of the world, but the last thing you learn in high school is American history. It's unbelievable to me. And so I love what you do, and I think it's a great idea because I think the people know, I think the more people know about freedom and liberty and our Constitution and how this nation was formed and our framers and our founders, um, I think a, a more educated population is going to be more inclined to to understand how precious and rare freedom is around the world
4: and recognize that there is an attempt I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist but there seems to be an attempt to dumb down our population and you look at what's going on with some of our schools particularly in the inner city
0: let me give you an example Baltimore Maryland 13 public high schools not one kid is proficient in reading or math. That pretty much says it all.
4: 23 public schools in Baltimore.
0: Oh, it's 23. I thought it was 13.
4: No, it was 23. Wow. And there are some places that are even worse than that. And uh, what, what, what are these people going to do? They graduate from high school and they're functionally illiterate? Well, think about it. If you can get a large portion of people uh, to be dumbed down, You can control them. You can say things to them like, there's no problem at the Southern border. And they'll say, oh, okay, they said it was okay. Uh, You know, you need people to think for themselves. That's what America was founded on. People who who understood the constitution. That's why, you know, in 1831, when Alexis Tuchel came here and started studying our country because they couldn't understand how in the world a nation only 50 years old could be competing with all the capitals of Europe. Mm -hmm. And he found mountain men who could read, mountain men who understood our Declaration of Independence. That was something that characterized us and our school system and the tests that the kids had to take and what they were expected to know. We were an educated people. I think that's one of the reasons that we accelerated so quickly from zero to 60.
0: Look at the love your own mother showed you by forcing you to stay in, not play with your friends, not go out and hang out, and made you read and and look at what it did to your life and, and all that you have achieved as a result of her love for you. Uh, We should be doing that with every child. I believe we're all children of God and that God put talent in all of us, unique talent, um, just like we all have a unique fingerprint. We have unique talents and gifts that he's given us.
4: And it has nothing to do with the color of your skin. No, it's it's just the fact that uh, one of the highest per capita families are Nigerians in this country. They have black skin. But if you go to a Nigerian family, you will find bachelor's degree is the baseline, and there's a tremendous amount of emphasis on family. I wonder if we started emphasizing those things rather than pointing fingers at each other and saying, you're causing my problem. Might we not see a significant acceleration in people's progress?
0: Let me ask you something else. We just learned, I want this is more of a health question. We just learned that everything we were told about masks of huge study shows that they were wrong. Uh we were told that if we got a vaccine that we would never get COVID. That proved not to be true very early on with the Delta variant. Uh people, you know, were, were being told that we should be vaccinating even young children. Uh, even though they've not even fully tested the impact on young children, um, we, you know, we've been lied to at a level I can't even I can't even imagine as a country. We're lied to about the origins of covid. Uh, we know now that the NIH knew damn well it was likely that this this was likely created in that Wuhan virology lab. Um, but yet they were talking about wet markets and and anyone that dared to say, well, we know coronavirus research takes place at that lab. We know that gain and function research takes place at that lab. It made sense that it came from the lab. And now we know it did come from the lab based on, you know, not only the FBI, but Biden's own energy department. And there are still people in the Biden administration denying what their own energy department is and their own FBI is saying.
4: It's pretty incredible. And and they also denied the validity of natural immunity. They yeah. recently have come around to say, well, yeah, okay, natural immunity is just as good, if not better.
0: And, and one other thing, the one therapeutic that worked that I saw and everybody agreed on, they took away emergency authorization from monoclonal antibodies. Why would you do that?
4: <laughs> and And, of course, they... They poo-pooed hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and things that have been shown to be quite effective. Why? Because they wanted to push the vaccine. Isn't it interesting that the head of the FDA at that time is now on the board of Pfizer?
0: What a great little incestuous relationship that sounds like. You know, I never read a study about ivermectin, so I was always agnostic on it. I just don't know. Uh, but there are multiple studies that did come out later about hydroxychloroquine, and they said, taken early, it mitigates some of the symptoms. Now, we didn't have anything to offer people at that time, and the person that was the foremost expert, what is it, name? Dr. Daniel Wallace, out at Cedar Sinai in Los Angeles, uh, he had been prescribing hydroxychloroquine. He has the largest lupus practice, and, you know, uh, in the country, and rheumatoid arthritis practice in the country, and he said the risk is zero. There's no risk at all if you took it. Nobody wanted to hear from him. That was, I think, in April of 2020.
4: Well, we have 60 years uh, clinical uh, experience with this stuff, and it's not been problematic then, so why would it suddenly become problematic now? You know, all you have to do is apply a little bit of common sense and actually look at the real data, and that's been part of the problem. And I think that's the reason that uh, people have lost confidence in government science. Yeah. It's going to be a very long time before we get it back, and that is very detrimental to us.
0: All right, quick break. More with Dr. Benjamin Carson, then your calls, 800 941 as we continue.
2: You're on the Sean Hannity Show, a place where free speech and the First Amendment are still
0: alive and well. Liberalism is a failed ideology.
2: Get your dose of independence and liberty every weekday
0: right here with Sean.
2: Sean Hannity. All
0: right, we continue now with Dr. Benjamin Carson of the American Cornerstone Institute. The one thing I want to add, and I I really applaud what you're doing for young people, and now you were, you're branching out into, you know, kids in college, et cetera. You know, I made a decision a long time ago as it relates to my kids. I kind of figured out they're not going to get their real education at college. You know, both my kids were athletes, so it was a little bit uh, in terms of, it was different circumstances. However, you know, but I, I still viewed it as my responsibility as a parent To make sure that they get the education in areas that they're interested in. And so far, it's paid a lot of dividends. I, I see, you know, you know, my son who graduated college, you know, he pursued his interests on his own and he loves what he's doing and he's having fun at it and he learned how to making, make some money doing it. You know, doing a lot better off than I was at his age. I'll tell you that.
4: Absolutely. Uh, We we have what's necessary to be successful. We just got to get people to focus on it. And isn't it wonderful? You know what's going on at some of our colleges now—the kids, the revivals—they're starting. Oh my
0: gosh! Isn't that amazing? I saw the one in Kentucky. I saw the one at Texas A and M.
4: Absolutely, they're starting to see that as we move further and further away from our core values and our Judeo-Christian foundation, we are spiraling downward. And they don't want to get to the bottom. So they're starting to turn it around and push back. And that's what it's going to re- require. It's going to require courage. We can't just stand around looking at our feet and hoping that nobody calls us nasty name. You can't do that. you can't yeah. be, you got to be brave. you got to be the to be the land of the free. You have to be the home of the brave.
0: I mean, that's so well said. Um, you know, I'm so happy you're doing this. By the way, if people want to get in touch with the uh, the American Cornerstone Institute and get their kids better educated, how do they do it?
4: Very easy. Americancornerstone.org. And for the kids, you can go to littlepatriotslearning.com.
0: And by the way, what I said to you about being a presidential candidate, I I I sadly stand by it uh and this interview proves that everything i i believe then is true now you're just one of the nicest people i've ever met and and don't ever run for office again it's it forget it it's just a the it's a toxic wasteland in politics
4: it's going to take a lot to make me get (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the,
0: the great dr benjamin carson of the american cornerstone institute we really appreciate you being with us dr carson we love having you on the show Thanks, Sean. Always good to be with you. 800-941-Sean, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. By the way, Jason, you're looking at me and you're laughing. I mean, I'm right. He's just, I think he's too nice for the political world. It's so vicious out there. I couldn't there. believe
1: he got in in the first place. I mean, he, he's like, the. he's a legitimate article. He is a legitimately he's nice guy. He's the real guy. deal. And there's good very few of them out there.
0: And, you know, the story about his life and his mom and how he became a doctor and a brain surgeon. I mean, it's 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 so inspiring. This is the best of The Sean Hannity Show. Don't forget, stay tuned for more right after the latest news right here on this radio station. Hey, folks, as students all across the country now graduate from colleges and universities, I'd like to highlight one place where our young people receive the best classical liberal arts education in America. Can you guess what college I'm talking about? Well, it's my favorite college, Hillsdale College. They offer the kind of education that is necessary and needed to preserve civil and religious liberty while refusing to accept even one penny of taxpayer funding, not even indirectly in the form of student loans and grants. Now, Hillsdale students, they also abide by an honor code that ensures a unity of purpose and it fosters lively, civil, and intelligent debate. And the best part, you can learn from Hillsdale College for free, through in Primus by taking online courses, for example, on American history, our Constitution, and other incredible subjects. See for yourself, learn more, take one of these free classes. We have a website set up at SeanForHillsdale.com. That's Sean, S E A N F O R Hillsdale.com. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. at hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink, under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking
2: patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco. Right now, Goldco is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last, so don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com
4: to learn how to get started today. That's HannityGold.com.
0: Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo it can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off.